in the straight community. Like when people start to come into their adulthood and come into their sexuality and come into like their lives as independent people, then it's time to move out of your parents' home and go and be adult. Like when you are willing to be a child in in a lot of ways, then you live under the rules and the guidelines of your parents and whatever they say is is law, right? That's that's not like those two can't live in the same space, right? And so if you are in the place now, especially if you have a partner and especially if you're really trying to um develop yourself you know, according to your sexuality and experiment and all that kind of stuff, you can't be doing that up under your parents' roof anyway, right? Hey, it's Red Summer. And it's Kanifa Walida. And we are your gay aunties. Hey, babies. Yes, coming to you on the love weekend. Absolutely. Oh, my God. It is so perfect for the love weekend because we have party at our house every year uh-huh. called Love Day. Aww. And this is our fifth annual Love Day that we had. And guess who was our special guest? Who was your special guest? LaCara Foster. See? See? <laughs> it's good to have friends, you know, in yeah. loving places. <laughs> she, she came to be a, a guest at our party. So that was wonderful. Oh, that's great. So it's right a mixture of family and friends. Absolutely. And right mm-hmm. now it's our daughter's 14th birthday party that's going on in the house oh. right now. So where are you, where you, where it's silent? Where are you I in the am house in my room. Okay. <laughs> and the girls have taken over the whole rest of the house. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. You know, I actually did something similar um, at um, at my mom's house as well. Because, you know, I moved my mom down here. So it's it's the loving practice of getting her, you know, acquainted and, you know, settled in here um, in Atlanta. So I said, you know, for Valentine's Day, let's do something almost very similar to yours, um, but with crabs. <laughs> so nice. we ordered a, a shit ton of crabs and we invited people over. And my also my sister was in town too. Oh, so cool. yeah, my sister Carol was in town. So it was a family and like some of my mom's friends, some of you know my friends. So we just had a little crab thing going on and just talked hella stuff, had a mean game of spades and whatnot. Almost burned down the house. I did. Cause I, because <laughs> I, I, you know crab? what? I, yeah. Well, you know, no, they can't. I mean, if I burn down the house with crabs, that's really embarrassing because you boy, you know, they steamed, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But <laughs> no, but I had the butter on. And I, I was going to heat, I was heating up the butter. We already, like, already two hours of eating these crabs. I said, yeah. we need more butter. So I went to put, you know, to heat up the butter. And I made the sorry amateur, what was I thinking, mistake to walk away. Mm-hmm. And then I walked away and I forgot I had the butter on. And luckily, my sister Carol was sitting opposite to me facing the kitchen, which was around the corner. Yeah. You know, she was like, you got something on the stove? <laughs> and, I, and the thing is, at first I was like, I hesitated. I was like, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, shit. And so no I butter. ran and I saw a little smoke, but I didn't think when I turned that corner, girl, that flame was a solid three feet in the air. Mm. I almost had a heart attack and dropped dead right there. I know. But we flew into action. I just screamed, help, help. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, <laughs> luckily we had a thing over it, so it kind of contained it. It was literally just shooting up, but there was nothing for it to attach to to actually 
you know, catch fire fire. It was just yeah. coming out from the pan. And we just, you know, like, we're the baking soda, we're the baking soda. Right. And we were actually, we was actually kind of calm for the situation because it was a little, it was on your fire, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I was like, I just, well, I'm you know, glad mom, everything's okay. Me too. Love, love, love. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there was love. the love in the house kept that fire contained. You know what yeah. I mean? Absolutely. It did. It did. <laughs> Lord, mercy. Absolutely. Oh, you my know, gosh. And I will never leave butter unattended again. <laughs> that's the real butter or my friend butter who you should not leave unattended love you butter you <laughs> oh. <laughs> we talk about butterfly soul yes <laughs> I, I don't leave butter thing. unattended either yeah you can't leave butter unattended no butter unattended <laughs> right no butter so listen if you all are just joining us if this is your first time listening listening to the show. I just want you to know that Your Gay Aunties is a weekly podcast that is centered around queer adulting. So that's what Hanifa and I are doing. We're living our good gay lives, right? (laughs) Um, We're out here doing the very, very best that we can, and we want to help you do the best that you can. So if you want to send a letter, or if you have a question that you want um, Auntie Hanifa and I to answer, then you can go ahead and send us a letter at yegayaunties at gmail.com or you can DM us at yegayaunties on Instagram and Twitter. Okay, because we're on both of those. Mm-hmm. We're doing big things, big things. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, you know, I'm saying we are. We're trying. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So send us letters, send us letters. And I know that some of you all Mm-hmm. Don't really like to write. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a thing. Like it's so it's it's a tedious thing. Like, am I gonna write out the whole thing? We have even come up with an option for those of you who don't like to write. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what can they do, Auntie Hanifa? Well, what they can do is you can speak on it. So If you just go to our bio link um, on Instagram, there is a link there that will send you to a page where you can actually record your question or your story. But here's the catch for y'all non-writing folks. Mm -hmm. You got 90 seconds to say it all. That's right, 90 seconds, because we got the free version of this. (laughs) (laughs) But it works because um, it also gives an opportunity and you can give us permission not only to say your name, or to not say your name, but ultimately give us permission to um, to share your question um, on our show. So 90 seconds is a perfect amount of time for that to be done. So if you are the kind of person that just wants to say, aunties, yo, this is my deal. All right, so and this is my question, okay? Right. If you can do all of that in 90 seconds and also give us a say either yay or nay at the end of your thing meaning yay yes you can use this on the show no can you just not use it on the show but answer my question anyway please on the show mm-hmm. <laughs> all that in 90 seconds and you good again the link is in our instagram bio at your gay aunties on instagram Woo, i'm excited about it i want to hear your voices <laughs> well today we do have letters though right mm-hmm. For those yeah. who wrote it in <laughs> Perfect, perfect. <laughs> I'm excited. Hold All right. On. Do you want to do the first one or what's up? What's good? Hold Which on, one you want to do? To it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'll read the first one. Okay, dope. Here 
is Yoletta. Um, okay, so dear aunties, um, this person is named Kid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I have recently come out to my friends about my sexuality, but I have yet to come out to my family. The reason why I'm hesitant is because my mother has expressed homophobic views of other gay people we know. Yes, I have defended them whenever the comments come up, but uh, I don't know if I'm prepared to defend myself. Mm. The majority of the comments have to do with religion, the way they dress and how masculine or feminine they are. I'm more masculine than feminine but I don't want my mother to assume I want to be a man or question my actions based off my sexuality. When I was younger, I remember my mother's response to my older cousin coming out and it was over dramatic. My mom basically cut my cousin off financially mm. while in a time of need and temporarily disowned her. I don't feel like I can trust my cousin enough to talk to her. Mm. I'm 21 years old and still dependent on my parents. How do I approach coming out without getting cut off and having actions judged by my sexuality? And kid is um, from the South and in a heavily religious family. Mm -hmm. mm. Said my people are heavily religious. So that means family and extended. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as, as common as the situation is, every time I come by it, it's it's still, each situation is nuanced in a way that you can deal with it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, well, first she really has two questions here. She says, how do I approach coming out without getting cut off? Mm -hmm. um, oops, I'm sorry, hold on a mess. Yeah, and then, the, and then the second question is, how can I not, how can having my actions not be judged? you know, like in, with her sexuality. So basically how can she just live her life without everything she do being said, oh, that's because you gay. Oh, that's because you gay. You know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Or you want to be a man or all that crap, right? Yeah. <sighs> so here's my thing. I mm -hmm. don't, so I'm all for like being out. Like I think being out is amazing. I think being out is is freeing. I think it is like uh, an exercise in um, liberation for the entire family. Ooh, However, that's how I was gonna go. Boom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> However, if you're still in a place where you are financially dependent on your family, where you are like like physically dependent on your family and you know that they're not going to like have your back i don't know that is i don't i don't know like <laughs> um i think i'm sorry i'm gonna let you finish Go ahead. I'm, I'm, Go ahead. I'm just saying like i think that coming out looks different to everyone and i think in your case coming out starts with you getting a game plan to get financially independent Mm-hmm. That's where you're now coming out is just not the act of mommy, daddy, or family. I'm gay. That that actually that's part of it. But yeah. coming out 
means that you, because you're, you're coming out to free yourself, but there is no freedom in being homeless. There is yeah. no freedom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you need to protect yourself. That is what you owe yourself along mm -hmm. with freeing yourself by telling your family, you know, because when you, if you take, if you say, okay, let me, what is my game plan so that whatever their reaction is, I can take it. I can, mm -hmm. you know, I'm prepared, you know, cause that's going to empower you when you actually do it. Even the practice or the exercise of becoming financially independent, you know, that's going to give you that muscle. That's going to give you that heart muscle. That's going to give you that linguistic muscle. That's going to give you, you know, uh, um, experience in the world, yeah. you know, um, as you get a solid footing. So then when you come out, it's not just, oh, mommy, daddy, whatever, or mommy, I'm gay. It's like, I, mommy and daddy, I am moving out. I'm getting my own place because one, I'm stepping into my adulthood. And a part of that is you understanding that I am gay. That's how you come mm -hmm. out to your parents. And whatever their situation is, you can at least go to your apartment, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. and be either by yourself or with roommates that people that affirm you or whatever you know, and deal with it, but you don't want to be in a home that you, that you have no control of your surroundings. So Absolutely. that's, that's my thing. I think off the bat, you coming out is not telling your parents coming out is you preparing to tell your parents by getting some money in your pocket. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? And I know like living in Chicago, there were so many children who would be around like the LGBT centers who were homeless because mm -hmm. like they came yep. out to their families and they got kicked out and now like this is just their life right and um i i don't suggest that like so so what i see hanifa is saying i absolutely support and and like second that emotion okay like make sure that you take the time to get yourself get your life in order get your safety in order get your um, livelihood in order um, because you know that it this is a possibility, right? Um, and that's exactly where I was going with this. I think um, there's a thing that happens, like even in in the straight community, like when people start to come into their adulthood and come mm. into their sexuality and come into like their lives as independent people, then it's time to move out of your parents' home and go and be adult. Like when you are willing to be a child in, in a lot of ways, then you mm. live under the rules and the guidelines of your parents and whatever they say is, is law, right? That's, that's not, like those two can't live in the same space, right? And so if you are in the place now, especially if you have a partner and especially if you're really mm. trying to um, develop yourself, you know, according to your sexuality and experiment and all that kind of stuff, you can't be doing that up under your parents' roof anyway, right? <laughs> and so this is definitely like that time. It's it's what happens in this part of life where you, you got to go ahead and get prepared to live your adult life and express yourself um, sexually in those ways, whether it's, it's straight or gay. Right. And so I think the, the biggest thing for me is your safety. 
Mm-hmm. Like the biggest thing is knowing that your parents have the the tendency. And again, I don't know what part of the state you're in because I've lived in the state that you're in as well. I don't know if you're in the city parts where you have resources, where something mm-hmm. happens that you can go to an LGBT center and you can get resources or if you're in a very country part where is none of that available, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I know that both of those realities exist within that state. Um, and and therefore, the decisions that you make will be based on that. Maybe you can go to a, a center and get resources to help you get a place and help you get roommates and help you get whatever. Maybe that's not the case. Wherever you are, you need to take those things into consideration. Like and really start planning out your next moves so that what you do is keeping you safe. Exactly. And 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 I'm just gonna uh bounce off of that or expound on that in um when you're young sometimes move you don't know what moving out actually means, you know. Um I think um finding the easiest and most secure way to move out, and in, in other words, the cheapest and yeah. secure way because cheap is not always secure so i'm saying um in your pool of friends maybe somebody needs a roommate so you don't necessarily need an apartment by yourself you know what i mean as yeah. long as whatever roommate situation you're moving in is affirming it just ain't some random shit. <laughs> you know what right. i mean like you gotta right, be right, right. a little bit affirming at least other queer folks you know look on craigslist maybe there's another queer household that's looking for a roommate that kind of thing that's going to also help with your adulting in the context of being a queer person you know, so again, I mean, if you're if you're able to save up the money where you can li- live by yourself, that's cool. But it's not necessary. You just need to land in a safe place where you can think about what your next steps are. So think yeah, about yeah, what sure. is my next step beyond my parents' home. What's the most the cheapest, viable, secure option? All right, and then move towards that. Stop putting your game plan. I don't, you know, whatever job you might have. I don't care if you're working at McDonald's or whatever your job is. And if you don't want, you need to find one, obviously, because when you move, you got to pay rent somewhere. <laughs> okay, um, find one, whatever it is, and know what's within your means, and you live within your means. Now, I also want to say this: Do not walk out and chew gum at the same time. So even though you're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the chewing gum means a relationship for real, for real. Because mm-hmm. the thing with relationship, especially when you're young, shoot, when you're older, sometimes it pushes you to prematurely make moves that you should not be doing, like telling your parents prematurely because you all in love and shit. Okay. Or, <laughs> or you're like, yeah. oh, baby, then let's us move in together. That is not a secure situation, especially if you're new to relationships, new to your queerness. I'm going to tell you right now, that relationship is not going to last long. It ain't supposed to last long at that point in your life. So don't move into some new girlfriend. You or boy, I'm, this is a girl. I don't even know. Who, I don't know the gender, baby. But mm-hmm. whoever you attracted to, don't move into no situation with no, with no partner. Don't do that. That's not secure. Okay, Mm -hmm. so get clear on what security is and what you can actually access as soon as possible. Once you did that, you got all your ducks in a row. It's like, okay, cool. I'm moving into such and such place next week. Then the day before, 
You move in, that's when you tell your parents. Or you can move the fuck out first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just and just let it be mommy and daddy. I'm I'm adulting now. I'm getting my own place now. Don't tell yeah. them nothing. Settle in. See how that place is going. See if it's cool. This insecure word, 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 word. Because you really don't know security until you actually move in a lot of the times. Yeah. Word, 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 cool. Okay. Then you have dinner or something. Take your parents out to dinner. Whatever. A, a neutral place, a safe place, and you tell them and let the chips fall where they may. Because honestly, it's their chips to fall. Okay? Because yeah. you are bouncing because you got to move on with your life. And trust me, it will come around. You know? Either they're going to come around as family or you're going to find new family. And I know that's hard and hardcore, but that is our lives. Yeah. You know? And you definitely. have to know that those options are there for you. You know? But Yeah. That's Baby. that's very good advice. I I absolutely echo that. Um, yeah, I don't even know what else to add to that. That's, that's good. <laughs> no, for real, for real, because this is a real situation. You know what I mean? Don't play around with the highly religious families, man. Because they don't got no qualms about kicking your ass out. And like you said, and your mom already got that track record of doing it to your cousin. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's your cousin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's that's still blood. So. And so, you got people tell you who they are. Yeah, there is one thing that I will add to this. There's, mm-hmm. There is one thing. And it's just because, you know, I've been a high school teacher for a very long time and I've seen a whole lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, I, I'll say it like this. You need to be very clear about your career goals mm. and like what you are going to do to support yourself as an adult. Um, it, it sucks to say it like that, but like there's, you know, certain industries, certain people have problems with, especially being masculine identified, you know, mm. getting into like, that's just a reality. I'm sure Auntie Hanifa can speak more, you know, about that experience, but like really being clear about like what you want to do as an adult, how you want to support yourself if you want to stay in your area, if you want to move somewhere else outside of your area, you know, or mm-hmm. you're in, in order to be able to support yourself in a supportive community, right? Mm-hmm. A community that, that can see you and identify like this is a person. This is not just a person who comes as a sexuality, right? Exactly. <laughs> So and that found family will give you the language even so. Yeah. Because don't, I mean, honestly, you don't have to tell your parents until you're fucking ready. Really. Mm-hmm. Dude, I mean, would you agree? I would. Like, I, you know, sometimes it's like, I need to tell them. I was like, no, you don't. You know, yeah. you don't. You are, you are a woman. You can keep your, you can keep yourself to yourself until you find yourself and you know yourself and you have the language to present yourself. Then you can tell them when you're freaking ready. Yeah. Shoot, it's not like you're a teenager. Like like coming out is like the most important thing. I know. No, like your life, your livelihood, your safety is the most important thing. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. (laughs) You know, no, no, but you know, look, some kids are just, they come out the womb out. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? They got to deal with crap because it's very clear that your your, your son or your daughter is gay as day. And they mm-hmm. got to deal with it or what have you, you know. And but I also be surprised how denial is a powerful drug in families. 
They yeah. won't anesthetize everybody for not seeing you who, who you are. Mm-hmm. But at least you know your parents, you know, your mother, she it's not gonna say parents, she's refers to her mom. But at least you know your mom well enough, you can take a good guess of what her reaction um you would be, you know. So we, we don't need to repeat ourselves in saying that you need to think about yourself, but more importantly, don't feel the pressures or even the the story that's constantly told with poor people like, and coming out is this, and you gotta come out as soon as you feel it, and you know, or, or whatever, whatever, whatever. Like, no, no, this is all this yeah. is your story. This is the only story this is is yours, yeah. you know. And the only you know responsibility you have is to protect yourself because you're not 14, you're not 15, 16, you are a 21-year-old person. Yeah. Okay. So you got to use your 21 year old mind, put your ducks in a row and handle your business. And then you can tell your parents when you're ready. You can be moved out for five years to hell right. because sometimes it's really about finding your voice. It's not about what's you know, the right time is when you have your voice. Cause trust me, you do them a favor and yourself a favor. The stronger your voice is, the more, mm-hmm. the longer you've been affirmed because you've been like Red was saying, been in an affirming community. It really prepares you to come out in a proper way. And it doesn't have to be this dramatic thing, or at least it doesn't have to be traumatic for you. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's true. Yeah. Okay. You got, oh, wait, wait, wait. There was, I'm sorry. This is, there was a second half to it. There was a um, question. My bad. Uh, oh, well, I mean, we kind of answered a little bit. She said, um, how do I approach, you know, having my action, not yeah, to not have, wait having my actions judged by my sexuality. Yeah, that because that's basically in the context of family. Don't worry about it. Get the hell out the house. Handle your business. Live your life. Grow. Strengthen. You know, and all of that. Because you're talking in the you're talking like your mama. You think that, you know, you know, it's almost like, you know, how, you know, parents project their stuff on you. So that's how you're kind of seeing yourself like, okay, so I can't you know, they're always going to see me like this and everything, but in part, and we've said this in the earlier show, yes, they have the issues. They're going to see things through this kind of sexuality filter, but again, how you present yourself mm-hmm. is what's most important. That's how you turn the tide and how your family sees you. And if you're not ready to present yourself, mm-hmm. baby, then you're not ready. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, you're not going to be able to prevent people from judging you. <laughs> exactly. That's just not, that's not how the world works. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Whether it's about sexuality or your shoe size or your, the color of your skin or anything. Like people are going to judge you and prejudge you based on whatever their, their things are. Right. Mm. <laughs> um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't burden myself with that. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Red is completely right. To hell with that. And, you know, again, aside from your family, you still got to know how to present yourself in the world and, and walk in your truth, you know, but you have to know what your truth is and be able to speak it when necessary or ignore it, <laughs> ignore the other people that is who yeah. don't see your truth and see you for who you are, you know? Yeah. People You'd be respond surprised. to authenticity. Say it again. Say it again. People respond to authenticity. And so when you are really living authentically, when you are really being true to yourself, like people can feel whatever they feel about it, but they can't like talk down because like they know it's the truth, right? (laughs) They can't really say nothing because they're, they're clear that this is what it is. 
And mm-hmm. the more that you are clear about that, the more that you are present in who you are and and where you are in your life, then the more people will just have to deal with it. This is not exactly. like the sixties. Like this is not like some back in the days like time and society. Like, no, this is we're we're here. We're queer. Get used to it. <laughs> You know, and if you can't, then it's your loss, baby. Yeah. You know, it really truly is your loss, you know. Um, and, and that's probably one of the saddest things because though you can empower yourself, kid, um, your parents, you're going to have to empower themselves as well. Your family, rather, you know, because it's going to be their loss, you know. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's going to be their loss, <laughs> you know. Um, right. So let's hope that they don't lose you. But you need to keep it moving because you have an entire life to live with so much love out mm-hmm. there and, and prepare yourself to receive it, receive it. Yeah. So much love, so much love. You know, we can't always choose our family, but we darn sure can choose our family. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Not me. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right, kid, you got this. You do got this. And please keep us updated um, on your situation. You can holler at us on Instagram or, or just email us or what have you, because we, we do want to make sure you're okay, okay? Yes. All right. Thank you so much for your letter, kid. Thank you. All right, let's take a break. Woo. Woo. All right, so y'all, it's that time again. Y'all underneath some money, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I had to... Test my my pulse on that one. <laughs> we come to you every week because this is the work we're deciding to do um, as older queer folks. Um, but we do need your support to keep it um, moving. So run on over to patreon.com slash your gay aunties. There are tears there for every single one of y'all you know really just look through them there's auntie love there's sunday brunch there's you people all these beautiful tears one of them is going to speak to you all right and like i always say give what you can when you have it you know but we know that money is it is what it is it is energy it's currency it flows it's an ebb and flow sometimes you got it sometimes it can stain it sometimes it just ain't there (laughs) but (laughs) when it is there and you're thinking of us and you're thinking about the different support mechanisms in your life i hope that we are one of them and i hope that you do support us at patreon.com slash your gay aunties all right now yes (laughs) (laughs) and thank you so much auntie hanifa because (laughs) if you want to support your gay aunties you can definitely go to patreon but you can also do another thing what's that (laughs) i'm glad you asked you can go and buy merch from our merch store. <laughs> Where's the merch store? Go to Instagram and go to your gay aunties. And we have a link there that has all the links for all the things that you need. So you can go to our merch store. You can buy shirts and, and all kinds of things. All the things that you want to support your good gay life. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> what I'm saying anymore but I'm so excited because no like I went to the store myself and I'm I'm 
it's it's good. It's good. <laughs> worked hard on it. Worked hard on it. You know. Yeah, it's good, and and I think you'll like what you see when you go to the to the Yagay Auntie store. Say word, and you know, I guess I guess remember something. It's like um, we want you guys to also be a part of this whole community that is Yagay Aunties, and and how that in all the ways that it lives. You know, with the store being one of them. So, you know, every show, sometimes we listen back and we're like, wow, that's a really good quote. Oh, okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what we're going to start to do as we extract some of these auntie quotes, these gay auntie quotes, yeah. we're going to like put them up on stories on Instagram and y'all can vote which ones y'all like, you know, the most. And the ones that really went out, we're going to find that in the store. So, you can actually rock that quote like, my auntie said this. You heard? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and if you hear a line that you want, us to, mm. to make a shirt or something like that just put it on the, the link put it on instagram like let us know like oh i really Tag like that line absolutely yeah yes yes this is a community thing here and we gotta sprint you know spread sprint we gotta spread <laughs> <laughs> this, the auntie knowledge the gay auntie knowledge in particular to mm-hmm. the masses queer or not all right yeah all right um Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Then, of course, you know, you know, just a little quick reminder that at yourgayaunties at gmail.com, that's where you holler at us. If you want to write us them letters, because we love your letters. This whole show is about letters, honey. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you don't like to write... Or, you know what, I'm not going to dish you. Maybe you love to write, but you also, maybe you're an orator. Maybe you're someone who really likes to speak with, ask, they wish, you want to ask us, like, we was, like, actually, like, sitting there with you or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can do that. That link is also in our Instagram bio, and you have 90 seconds to lay it on the line, and don't forget to let us know or give us permission or not to put it on the show. Yes, and this month is family month. Mm-hmm. And so family, family. Yeah. Sunday brunch is a mother and her queer daughter who will both be on the show. So if you have questions that you want to ask them about how they've been able to um, navigate their experience together, go ahead and send us a letter or send us a, a an audio letter. I guess is that I, what I we're calling it. Um. <laughs> I'm recording put, uh, a question. Uh, or, yeah, speaking to Yanni on the phone. I don't know. We ain't getting yes. these titles, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, if you have a question for the mother-daughter guests that we have, go ahead and send us those so that we will have them when we have our guests on the show. Word up. Yes. <laughs> All right, girl. Let's get into this second letter. Woohoo! Woohoo! All right. Second letter. Breaking it down like this. Oh, no, I'm, I'm on some red alert tip now. I'm, I'm feeling like I'm, this is like hip hop in the early uh, 80s in New yeah. York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this letter from Sonic Boom. Mm. So I'm a 40-year-old lesbian. All right. Who happens to be the child of oh, two preachers oh, Lord. Yep. Go ahead and say, <laughs> doomed <laughs> so because i'm honest and upfront i've made my parents aware of various relationships i've had with women they can only remember one guy i ever dated 
or so they thought he's gay. Or so they thought he's gay. What? Okay, maybe I said that you understand it how I said it. Anyway, I've had the gay prayed off, didn't work. Rebuked, didn't work. And just tried to make it stop, didn't work. So I spent years alone because I didn't want to do what was quote unquote wrong. Wow. Only my closest friends and acquaintances and the people they gossip with and the church girls who noticed I didn't turn to mush for any of the single men I, I found out that they had decided to leave me off um, the, I guess, holy and horny girls group chat where they shared pics of pictures <laughs> and such. <laughs> they didn't put you on the Idris group chat. Thanks, I'm okay. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't anyway, think you can deny Idris. <laughs> I know. Beauty is beauty. We're anyway. not. <laughs> <laughs> but they knew not to put you on a group chat. We got it. We got mm -hmm. it. We got it. Right? So anyway, I'm very private because I teach at a ritzy school in the conservative South, but I busted out over Christmas break. What do you mean by I busted out at the Christmas break? But I busted out over Christmas break. I called my parents and told them I was getting married to my girlfriend. Oh, goodness. All right. And my mom said she prayed I lose my life <gasps> before going through with it. But as you can see from this message, I lived through the quick hitch at the magistrate. What, girl? What you talking about? Okay. <laughs> then I busted out the Facebook closet by posting my wife and I in a message about loving in spirit and truth and spirits not having genders. And I'm watching people like love and those who aren't saying a word, like my four siblings. Apparently, I have shamed the family. I got tired of having to come back out of the closet and wave my yep, still gay flag. And now I feel free and fine, but do I shoulder response? But I show, but do I shoulder the responsibility of my family's value-based shame over my lifestyle? That's a question, girl. You don't answer that. Now you don't shoulder shit anyway. Because I've had some serious issues to contend with in life, and being gay is so not one of them. Okay. Do I try to keep the communication open with family who isn't accepting of me while they are working through their personal feelings about me, not only being openly gay, but also eloping? Hmm. Mm. What does SN mean? That's your, she mm. says SN. What is it? You see in the letter it says SN. Hold on. I don't know what SN is. Huh? Side, side note, note. My bad. All right. So side note, my parents eloped too and are 50 years in Okay, so they 50, 50 years deep into their relationship. All right, so there's a there's a couple of questions here. Questions: Do I shoulder the responsibility of my parent of my family shame? Um, also, do I try to keep communication open with my family um, who isn't accepting of me? And then there's this other thing: the fact that you elope, meaning they weren't a part of the ceremony mm -hmm. or the marriage. <sighs> One ain't no shame. Like <laughs> you too old for all that. Ain't no shame, girl. You did what you was gonna do. Like they got to, <laughs> they got to deal with it. Like sis, <laughs> like for real Sonic. Like they got to deal with it. Like you can or cannot invite anybody anywhere. And really, at this point, you got to think about it like this: your wedding is just you taking people out to dinner. Like. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can choose to take your whole family out to dinner or you can choose not to. Like, that's really all you saying, right? And so if you know that they're not going to be there and be supportive and loving and like, like be a beautiful addition to your experience, you don't have to pay for them to eat. Like, that's really it. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know that it's like really that, that deep on that part because like people will really be in their feelings because you did not um, invite them to a space that they didn't want to be in. To begin with. And, and, and honestly, why would you want them there? That would make that situation so horrible, a horrible memory for you and your wife. Like for real, yeah. why would you? I mean, not for nothing, you know, when when my father was still here, I used to daydream, okay, if I ever get to the point of marriage, would I ever invite him? And I would go back and forth. Honestly, thank God. Well, I mean, he passed before that ever happened, but let's just say the scenario that he was still here, you know, I didn't find out till after he passed how, how homophobic he was. It would have not been a good idea yeah. to invite him. Yeah. You know, or if if I did and he acted up, I would have to kick my own daddy out of my wedding, oh, and that's not a, and that's not and that's yeah. not the memory you want to have. No, it's not. <laughs> you know, so the eloping thing, just to push it to the front, the the eloping thing, that's like to hell with that. You eloped because it was necessary. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you couldn't invite your family to your joint. You wanted to get it done, one and done. Bye, y'all. Here's a here's a here's a card. We married. Here's Facebook. We married. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But um, so that whole thing, I guess it's maybe it's a religious thing. Like, you know, they didn't get, they were going to get the wedding they wanted anyway. So the hell with it. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. But this shouldering the responsibility, back to your original question, right? Mm-hmm. The shouldering of the responsibility. Um, I think this is less about a question and you trying to work through you just feeling guilty in some way. Like you somehow are the embodiment of your family's shame right now. Okay, you you should know, and if you don't, because sometimes we don't know the obvious, so it's hard for us to state the obvious. Shame is for them to own and hold and swallow and eat and go to sleep with at night. That is not your shame to own. Okay, mm-hmm. you can't make it, you can't define it, you can't remold it, you can't even wish it away or pray it away. That is on them. If I'm feeling shameful, that's my shit. If I'm feeling guilty, that's my shit. You know, I can't give that to nobody. So don't take it away. It's like you actually offering to hold their shame for them. Yeah. Then you're asking to keep it in the air. Then he will never, ever deal with it. They'll never deal with it. Yeah, that's crazy. Because you're over there holding it up saying, remember that shame? Remember the shame over here? Here Mm -hmm. I go, walking in the door for Christmas. Here's shame. (laughs) You know, come on now. Come on. Come on. You know, um, ooh. and I think too, like, this is really the, the same situation that we were talking about with, um, with the last letter, um, that this is a clear decision that you can mm-hmm. make. You can walk in the spaces apologetic with your head down, acting like you did something wrong. Or you can walk in and really be like, what? Like, (laughs) y'all out of chicken? Like, (laughs) that is totally up to you. 
And I, I had to realize like in my walk, the more confident and comfortable I was with myself, the more everybody else was okay. Mm-hmm. Like I had protected my father from my sexuality for so long. And I even mm-hmm. allowed him to like really like disrespect the first girlfriend that I had because mm-hmm. I wasn't able to be in front of him just in my truth. Like everybody knew that this was my girlfriend. Everybody knew that, but I still let him say your friend, you know, and and do Mm -hmm. all that little foolishness. And he carried that on until I was a whole married woman with a wife. And I had to stop like, no, like this is my wife. Say hello. Like, and you when it right you on the do head, that, yeah. then things mm-hmm. change. Like, you can't come into the situation apologetically. You can't come into the situation feeling like you did something wrong. Like, mm. you didn't. You married the woman that you love. And in and, and, and respect to your woman, to your wife, mm-hmm. to your partner, that you signed a contract with, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like to keep it 100, if you are harboring the shame you're going to us, you're going to, you're basically asking her to do the damn same thing. Cause just like what Red said, if you was to bring her around, can you imagine if you were not in the position to check your family or they are really clear where the hell you stand, they know what they can say and what they can't say, then what is to stop them from disrespecting your wife in all kinds of ways. Right. And basically running over her, running over you, running off the both, running over the both of you, and running over your marriage. Mm-hmm. So and do you, you want all set that? Up a situation where they can continually disrespect you, disrespect her when you all have children, like all mm-hmm. that. Like it's it's. If you decide to have children, I don't know that you will. You know what I'm saying? But like, there's so many possibilities that you are already allowing to be looked at negatively because you come into the situation apologetically, because you come into the situation um, feeling like you, feeling Mm -hmm. like you have shamed them or accepting that you have done something wrong. If you walk into mm-hmm. the space and you're like, hey, we here, you know what I'm saying? Pass the, pass the peas like you used to do, right? <laughs> then that way you definitely get to walk into the space and and just be, Lord, oh my God, Hey, Red. Speaking of which, your wife just popped wife into the just picture. popped into the <laughs> I can't. So she is pulling into the space unapologetically because that's just how we roll. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yes, yes, yes. So, you know, again, it's all about the life you want to live. And at some point you got to you got to put listen, you got to put your family in check in this perspective to your life you're not in perspective to theirs you you know what i'm saying and not for nothing if your siblings are in the cut kind of looking at your facebook feed you know what i'm saying if they don't cut you off on facebook you keep showing them your good gay life honey 
You and your wife, you know, in the Bahamas, you and your wife, you know, at the dinner, look at this plate of food, or you and your wife doing community service. Look at us, just good people yeah. doing good things. Good people doing regular. Look at this married couple doing the damn thing, mm-hmm. or blah, 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 blah. You're like, you don't got to explain yourself, just be yourself. You know, maybe some of them will come around, you know what I'm saying? Because they're just looking at you of course right now subjectively and at some point it'll turn more to objectively like here is like wow this is you know they actually they ain't ain't no thunder hit their house yet you know what i'm saying right. they ain't, the, the devil ain't you know the devil ain't in their refrigerator and shit you know yeah, like they're you know. eating good they're living we're good, not even blah, blah, blah. carrots tonight we just eating regular old carrots <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying so sometimes you don't need to say nothing you just need to be all right, yeah. so please don't shoulder any guilt or shame or whatever, you know. Um, what was the other thing? Hold on, I'll just make sure. I don't want to. I want to make sure we get yeah, the, a little thing. The fuck hell with all that. The um, yeah, the uh, because of the what was the other one? Do I try to keep the communication? Oh, communication open. open. Okay, yeah, this is okay. Yeah, exactly. All right, okay, keep the communication open. Um, yes, you can. As long as there's boundaries again. Mm. So you take what Red was saying, like you walk through the door, like you said it before, I never let the mic make <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You walk through the door with the mic in hand, like, yo, we here, what's good? I mean, if you can walk through the door, mm. you know what I mean? But if you walk to any door where they on the other side of it, you're gonna be yourself and you you keep a communication open. But if they play themselves, then this commission is dead for right now. Yeah. We're going to leave now, okay? Mm-hmm. And when y'all ready, we can continue a conversation, not the same bullshit conversation. Here's yeah. some books. I'm gonna yeah. send y'all a reading list or a movie list if y'all ain't readers. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I'm keeping 100. Yeah, okay. Because if you still, if you still, <laughs> or you, or you only read one book, feel me? Feel me? Okay. So here's a movie. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if they only watch Tyler Perry movies, then you can let them listen to your gay aunties. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I'm but, but, you know, you can always keep trying. I mean, I did it with my dad, always kept trying. He just was never really prepared. And, and unfortunately, he passed truly not knowing and understanding me. And that's unfortunate for the both of us. But you know what that is? Life. Yeah. The shit don't always look pretty, but you got to do and make sure you and yours, which right now at this point, your family is your wife. So you and yours is okay and healthy so you can continue on and grow and do your thing as a couple. Oh, I didn't even really think about that part. So like, yeah, you've really created this. Uh, you've created a new family, right? And your new family <laughs> and basically when you're when the straight folks once you get married all of a sudden you say it's a branch off into the family now usually it's a brand an additional branch to the larger trunk of tree but mm-hmm. in our case sometimes we just starting a new route somewhere else i mean it's just but it is a family yeah. once you get married right and and making sure one kind of family anyway your your desire to communicate isn't putting you or your wife in an unsafe space right mm-hmm. it's not creating a situation where you're always taking her places where people are going to mistreat her mm-hmm. <laughs> or where, that, that's a quick way to end your marriage <laughs> and act like that's okay right i'm sorry say, say that again say and, it again Mama. or also taking her in places where she has to watch other people mistreat mm. you 
and act like that's okay because that mm-hmm. happens as well. Like you don't want to put her in a place where she's having to, you know, suppress her natural desire to defend you, right? She, mm-hmm. loves, she doesn't want people to mistreat you. And so either she'll speak up and like exacerbate the situation between her and your family, or she will not. And then that creates another situation between mm-hmm. the two of you. And, and you will bring it home. Are good. And if your family is not willing to create safe space for you and your wife <laughs> to come and be family with them, then don't go over there. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, listen, just in general, y'all, but when, you know, these two letters basically are dealing with families who are just unaccepting, you know, they want to use the excuse of a loving God to not love you. Okay, they want to use the excuse of, you know, um, the Bible says, but the Bible say a lot of things. So these are excuses that they as human beings are making because- And picking. And picking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, selecting excuses, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? To not love or to even expand their love as if the, your love is a finite thing. Like I only love this way and I only love that way. And I only love along these conditions because the Bible says, right. I, I seriously think that if God is love, if God is a synonym to love, God equates love, love is ever expansive. You know what I mean? Um, there, there is no finite way to look at love, you know? So that's the same thing with God, but people, you know, find it very convenient to deal with either their own unhappiness, their own um, small yeah. lives, yeah. okay, or unexpansive lives, um, their life lives filled with a lack of curiosity about life, you know, and, and growth. They get caught in their ways and stuck in their ways. They just, okay, I need to stay just this way until I die so I can make it to heaven. And then when you get there, God's like, so what you do? Well, I stayed there <laughs> where you said I should be right in that corner over there. I stayed there the whole 80 years. And then you, <laughs> you know, for real. And, and what you do in that corner? And do you turn your back to your kids? You know what I mean? So, well, we won't go into that. But all we're saying is that let people make their decisions but you also have to make decisions on how you're going to live your life, how you're going to love, you know, and you can show your family how to expand their love if they so choose to do it. If they don't, then honestly remain open because you are ever expansive in your love. So you can always remain open, but you're not open to pain. Mm. You can never be open to pain. Yeah. And disrespect. Good. Yeah. That's right. All right, girl. I love us. We are on the money with the time. Yes. Shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Sonic Boom. Um, and thank you, Sonic Boom. Thank you, Kid and Sonic Boom, for really reaching out and talking about your family. Because, you know, there are many other, you know, queer folks out there, both young and old. I'm not old. I ain't trying to say you old, Sonic Boom, girl. Like, I'm old. <laughs> I'm just saying, both young and seasoned, <laughs> that still, you know, that are going through things with their family. So, you know, yeah. sometimes you can be an older person and still struggling with your own family. All right. And this month is about um, family. 
So again, if you guys are dealing with family, and mind you, not just the one that, you know, you are born into, but all the, the ones that you've chosen, you know, there can be some messes going on there. I know I had some messes in some of my chosen family through my life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I love Absolutely. you. <laughs> you know, you can tell us about that. However you define family, you have questions, you know, maybe you're creating a family, you know, because Red is a mom of quite a few kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> exactly. You know, you could you could be a couple, you know, like me, where you know you know you don't want to have kids, yeah. but maybe you feel the pressures of having. You know, so this family is is, is such a mixed bag of things. So we're here for the remainder of this month to help you out with those family issues. So send us those letters. Uh, speak to us. You know, all the links are in the Instagram um, bio. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I, I think. I think yeah, go to the merch store, all that stuff. We got, you know, we we build and we expand in our love. <laughs> that awesome love. We about expansion of love. So we coming with you to make life easy and make sure that you guys connect with us. And with that being said, mm-hmm. my name is Anifa Walida. And I am Red Summer. And we are your gay aunties. Bye, baby. Bye, darling. See you next week. <laughs>